0: People will often ask, like, how can I control eastern red cedar spread and abundance mechanical? And it's a great challenge because mechanical is so expensive. So if, if we start the question on how do we use mechanical control, it ignores that there's challenges of it working in the first place. Heavy machinery for high density eastern red cedar is so expensive it only works on small areas. If you use hand shears or hand cutting when trees are establishing, we're seeing an increase in landowner investment of time and effort, which of course time is money, so they're having to reduce their profit margins by managing something they didn't have to before. When we ask the question of how can mechanical equipment be used to control eastern red cedar, the challenge is that Science is now establishing that it's not as successful as it's been touted for 50 years. It's not working and performing up to expectations. There's new science that's coming out that shows how fire differs from mechanical control. If you have a fire that occurs in this system, it can consume seeds that were spread. It can consume seedlings that are hidden in the herbaceous layer. It can consume taller plants. It can consume multiple plants clustered together. So it can do everything from a seed to larger clusters of stands all together. No other technique does that, which explains why it was so sensitive to fire historically. Mechanical targets one of those. We often use mechanical on stands, so you clear a stand, and we don't do it on individual trees. Well, then seed sources are coming back in where it used to be a stand, and it rapidly recovers. We might cut individual trees with chainsaws, but it takes a lot more time and investment of money to do a stand. Haying actually works for seedlings, but they're often doing it not knowing it controls cedar, but it's an added component. So if you're actually gonna have a mechanically based management strategy, you have to have hand cutting for seedlings. You might have patches that you can hay, But you can't get everywhere, you might use chainsaws, you might use uh, heavy machinery that clears it. They only focus on one step of the process. Mechanical is much more dangerous given the data to practitioners and users, which is surprising to people. But even looking at US Bureau of Labor Statistics, being a wildfire fighter, has lower rates of fatal injuries than being a forester, being an agricultural producer or rancher. And most of the fatal injuries are tied to heavy machinery. It's more dangerous to users. We know that a lot of people that do mechanical removal of cedar um, have started to express the dangers to them as the operator. Now, fire, while safer to the operator and much lower risks, than even a wildfire fighter, much lower risk than what agricultural producers and ranchers do every day with heavy machinery. Given the data, the perception of risk is tied to neighbors, is tied to other groups. So uh, those data are associated with rates of escape. So rates of escape for prescribed fires in the private sector and with agencies are less than 1% of all prescribed fires, given the data that's out there in the science. Um, Prescribed fires are generally conducted in very low range of conditions that are meant to be controlled. So even those escapes that get out, it's not like typical wildfire conditions of drought, high wind speeds. Prescribed fires are rarely done ever in a drought, and they explicitly today avoid high wind speeds. So, mechanical, more dangerous to operators. Of course, it's not going to pose a risk typically to your neighbors. Uh, Prescribed fire, safer for operators, but of course, there's a greater risk of escape than mechanical. So that's what groups are trying to balance here.